Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. everyone I'm back again tonight and uh, I'll be talking about the uh, the black-eyed children of the UK and um, I'll introduce myself uh, my name is Elizabeth McCarthy and uh, I talk about what's going on in the world uh, spirituality Social issues, uh, the elite, uh, the religion of the elite, uh, Victorian murders, ghost stories, mysteries, and um, yeah, I've got a little bit of a fever at the moment, unfortunately, so uh, if I'm sniffling a bit, you'll know why. So, um... This is about um, the black-eyed children of Cannock Chase. And uh, this is in England. And um, these are from uh, witnesses. So we'll start with the first one. Birchis Valley. 10th of July... 2013. Time 1.30pm. Location Birches Valley, Hednesford. Can't say I've ever heard of that place, but. Uh, so this is a sighting report. Around two months ago, my daughter and I were walking through Birches Valley when we heard the screams of a young child. I couldn't tell if it was a boy or a girl, but they definitely seemed in distress, 
and sounded very close to us, so we instantly started running towards the noise. We couldn't find the child anywhere, and so stopped to catch our breath. That's when I turned round and saw a girl standing behind me, no more than ten years old, with her hands over her eyes, like she was waiting for a birthday cake. I asked if she was okay, and if she had been the one screaming. She then put her arms down by her side and opened her eyes, which is when I saw they were completely black, no iris, no white, nothing. I jumped back and grabbed my daughter. When I looked again, the child was gone. It was strange, really. I knew something was going to happen even before it did. I just had a weird feeling. And um, these are short, you know, witness statements. So we're on to uh, Style Cop. The 13th of September 2014, the time 4.10am. Location, Style Cop, Ednesford. Sighting report. On Saturday the 13th of September, my wife and I were walking through Cannock Chase near Style Cop with our dog, Date. 13th of September 2014. Time 4.10am. Style Cop, Ednesford. I don't know why there's two of them on there, but uh, sorry about that, there is. Once once we entered the woodland and the road was no longer visible, we started to hear the giggling noise of a little girl. To our amazement, a child no taller than one metre in height appeared as if out of nowhere, further up the path in front of us. We stopped dead in our tracks after noticing her eyes had no colour. Her head was tilted to the side, in much the same way it would appear if she had been hung. She stared at us for around five minutes before running away into a densely grouped area of trees. My wife wanted to follow her, but I was having none of it. Right, the next one is Heath Hayes Village. 10th of May 2015. 11.45pm Sighting report I was walking home from my job at a local care home on the evening of 10th of May when I saw the strangest thing. I walked down East A's High Street towards the spa shop. I know that is a different shop now. When I heard a strange scratching noise coming from between two of the buildings on my left hand side it's a row of shops with some flats above and there's a small access alleyway the residents used to get inside anyway this scratching noise I couldn't really see much to begin with because it was really dark out and the alleyway isn't very wide the noise caught my attention, and so I went in for a closer look. 
I pre- presumed I would see a fox or something similar because there are loads of them around Heath Hayes these days. I wish I had seen a fox, to be fair, because what I'm about to tell you is going to seem, you know, make me seem crazy. So as I walked towards the noise, I began to see a silhouette in the alleyway. It wasn't very large, and so I presumed it was a child or a small woman. I kicked something on the floor, maybe a can or something similar, and it made a noise. In an instant, the silhouette spun around, and I saw the blackest eyes I've ever seen. These weren't just black, they were jet black. They were emptiness of the universe, black, and it terrified me. Scared, I immediately turned around and moved away from the alleyway. I tried to gather my thoughts and quickly realised what I was looking at in the alleyway was a child. That's why the silhouette had seemed so small. She must have been wearing some kind of dark dress because I could hardly see it. All I saw was black hair and the blackest eyes ever. I can't explain this properly with words, but those eyes pulled me in. It was like she was looking deep into my soul and she knew everything about me. My deepest and most secret fears. Honestly, this was one of the most horrendous experiences of my life. I still felt all shook up more than a week later. When I got a safe distance away from the alleyway, I turned around to see if the black-eyed girl followed me, but she didn't. Every time I walk past that alley, I take a look inside to see if there is anything there. Thankfully, there hasn't been any anything since. So the next one is uh, Rummer Hill Estate, 20th of October 2015, 1.15am. Location, Rummer Hill Estate, Cannock. I'd been around to see some mates in a flat on, on uh, Rummer Hill. We'd all had a bit of a smoke and spent the night playing on the P- PS3. At about 1am, I decided it was time to get off home. And so I grabbed my things, said goodbye, and walked out of the door. My friend's flat is on Devon Green, and so I only had to walk about 200 metres before I'd be off the estate entirely. The thing is, I didn't make it that far. As I walked down the road toward the chip shop on Rummer Hill, I saw this little girl run across the road in front of me and down behind the flats. There's a little road that doesn't go anywhere. It just leads to behind the flats where there are some garages, but it's a dead end. Anyway, she moved so fast that it all felt really odd. So I decided I'd walk around there and see where she was going. I thought it probably wasn't safe for her to be outside at that time either. I walked down the little side road that goes behind the flats and as I did, all the street lights that would usually illuminate the area went out. It was freaky, it really was. I turned the corner to where the garages are and everything was pitch black. 
I couldn't see my hand in front of my face. But just then I heard a little girl giggle. It sent shivers up my spine for some reason, but I told myself it was the little girl I'd seen run across the road, so I thought being scared was irrational. I called out to her and asked if she knew how to get back to her mummy and daddy or if she needed help, being as the street lights had gone out. But everything just went silent. No more giggling, no reply, no nothing. I asked again, but heard no reply. Presumably, the girl was shy and didn't want to talk to me. I decided I would continue my walk home, but call the police on the way and let them know what I'd seen and that there might be a child there who needed taking home. As I turned around, I had the shock of my life as the little giggling girl, whom I'd followed, was now standing right in front of me. No more than two metres, she was looking towards the ground and wearing some kind of dirty white dress that looked a hundred years old. She had black, greasy or wet hair and she remained perfectly still. I immediately told her she startled me and asked again if she wanted any help. I could only see her because of the light of the moon. She was in just the right position to stand out against the darkness. Another moment of silence passed before the girl began to slowly lift her head and it was then I saw something really weird about her face. She had black eyes, not a little bit black, you understand, but totally black. No whites, no iris, just black. It felt like she stared through me rather than at me, and I was instantly frozen. I'd have probably stayed there frozen forever, were it not for what happened next. Still staring into my soul, the girl opened her mouth and let out a noise like I've never heard before. It was like a high-pitched scream, like a dog. Whistle scream, almost. I don't know how else to describe it, sorry. As she did that, the street lights all came on at the same time, really bright, and many of the bulbs seemed to blow as I saw sparks falling falling onto the street. That distracted my eyes for a fraction of a second, and when I looked back towards where the girl stood in front of me, there was nothing there, she was gone. Needless to say, all my mates think I had too much to smoke or something like that, but I honestly didn't. This really happened. Barnard Way, 8th of January 2016, time 2.35am, location Barnard Way, Cannock, sighting report. You know Barnard Way in Cannock? Question mark. I always walk through there when my shift finishes at work and every three weeks I have to work late. That means I don't get out of the factory until 2am and I have to do do the walk of shame right through the centre of town. The only people I usually see are either drunk or going to score drugs. The only cars on the road are taxi drivers drug dealers and police.
Everyone else has usually been in bed for ages, so it's quiet out there. This one night, I was about halfway home, walking through Barnard Way, when I saw this girl just standing in the middle of the road in front of me. There were houses on my right-hand side and a small field on my left. All the lights were off in the houses as it was it was late. The girl shocked me because I'd been walking with my head down listening to music, so I didn't even notice her until I was about ten feet away. I stopped instantly when I saw her because if I'd carried on walking, I'd have bumped into her about three seconds later. I stopped to let her pass, really. It was only then my eyes focused on her properly and I realised something wasn't right. This girl was about ten years old and she looked ill, to be honest. Her skin was really pale. Her hair looked like she never washed it and her clothes were filthy. I was about to call a homeless shelter or something until I noticed her eyes. They were like holes in her face, totally black, like you wouldn't believe. It was like she didn't even have eyes there at all. Just this deep abyss that seemed to carry on forever and never let any light in. My heart began to beat fast. I asked if she was okay, still stood frozen in position, and she didn't say a word, she didn't move at all. She just stood there for a moment and then lifted her left arm to shoulder height and pointed at me. You really aren't going to believe this, but when she did that, I flew backwards. It was like some mass it was like someone massive had just punched me in the chest. My feet definitely left the ground as I fell over backwards and landed on my arse. I felt like I'd been in the ring with Mike Tyson when I finally got back to my feet. I don't know if I was knocked out for a little while or what, but I looked around for the black-eyed child and she was gone. There's something cool, though. You know, she pointed at me and I flew backwards. Well, there is a purple stain on the white shirt I was wearing that night, in exactly the position. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission... Join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Where I felt the force strike. I've tried getting it out over and over again and it won't budge. I don't drink wine and there's no reason I'd have a purple stain there. Weird, eh? Right, one to uh, cross keys. 23rd of June 2016, 4.10am. Location, cross keys, Hednesford.
Sighting report. I was walking home from Ednesford to East Hayes past the Cross Keys pub one evening a couple of weeks ago when I became scared to my very core. I wasn't paying much attention to the few cars that passed and the walk was pretty quiet up until I got near the turning for Hednesford Football Stadium. It looked like there was a little girl just standing in the middle of the road. I shouted to ask if she needed any assistance, but she didn't reply. She was facing in the opposite direction, you see. I started walking closer, closer to her and called out again. The moment I did that, she turned around silently to face me. It was pretty dark outside, but I could clearly see she was wearing some weird clothes. She looked like something out of the 1800s, a sort of white lace dress with something black on top of it. It's hard to describe. Her eyes were closed when she turned around, but when she opened them, I almost fell over. Her eyes were as black as the night, and that's no lie. I'd never seen anything like it. I thought maybe she'd taken some drugs or something, and so I asked again if she needed any help. The girl walked forwards, reached out and put her hand on my chest. It felt freezing cold, like it was made of ice. It hurt my chest, even though she was only touching me through my shirt. I looked into her eyes again and saw that she wasn't on drugs. They just didn't look right, but I know kids buy those contact lens things these days, so I presumed it must be that. The next thing I know, it's 7am. I'm lying on the grass at the side of the road by the island. The girl is nowhere to be seen, and there are about 100 cars full of people driving past me on their way to work. I have absolutely no idea what happened. Newlands Lane, 31st of October 2016, 1am. Newlands Lane, Heath Hayes, sighting report. I was walking my dog down Newlands Lane in Heath Hayes when I saw something I'm almost nervous to tell you about. The lane has been blocked at the bottom for years and it's all overgrown but my dog loves to explore that bit of the lane, and so I walked all the way down. I had my torch, obviously, because it was so late, but the only other light came from the stars. As usual, my dog ran into the overgrown area of the lane, probably looking for rabbits or something. I waited for him to come back, but it was taking a while, and so I called his name. As I did, I heard my dog let out a bit of a whimper, like he was scared, so I called his name again, and sure enough he came running back towards me. What was weird was that the dog then cowered behind me, and he never normally does that. I heard a rustle in front of me from where the dog had just come, and so I lifted my torch up to see if I could work out what it was. I thought maybe there was a fox or something, and that's why the dog got scared.
In front of me was a child, a little girl about ten years old maybe. I want to say she looked like a regular child, but she really didn't. Even at first glance I could see her skin was incredibly white and her face looked emotionless. I didn't say anything and neither did she. I just stayed there perfectly still, shining my torch in her direction for a few seconds. I didn't really know what to do. Suddenly my torch stopped working. Everything went black. I pressed the button over and over, but it wouldn't switch on. The next thing I knew, I felt something brush against my hand. Thinking it was the dog, I bent down slightly. As I did that, my torch started working again and I jumped a mile as I saw it was the little girl holding out her hand near mine. I almost had a heart attack. I finally spoke and asked who she was. The girl brushed her cold hand against mine again and moved in even closer. This was when I noticed her eyes were black. It was like she didn't even have eyeballs. They were just two, they were just like two holes in her face. I shouted something sweary. The dog barked loudly and the girl quickly disappeared. The thing is, it's not like she ran away or something like that. She moved upwards from the ground in front of me. She shot up into the sky above my head and vanished. I was like she had been sucked upwards, but when I looked up, I couldn't see I couldn't see her or anything else. Redwood Drive, 10th of December 2016, 2:45 a.m. Redwood Drive, Burntwood. Sighting report. My house is on Redwood Drive in Burntwood. So that's why I was in my car that evening or morning depending on how you look at it. I'd been visiting family for a few days in Manchester and I came back home in the early hours to avoid traffic. I was absolutely knackered when I pulled onto the street outside of my house and I couldn't wait to go inside and get into bed. I turned the keys to stop my engine, pushed myself back in my seat and stretched for a moment. I took a cigarette out of my pocket and lit it taking a look around at the street as I did. I noticed something odd. There was what seemed to look like a little girl just standing between a couple of the cars parked on the street. I looked at her for a moment and then she must have noticed it because she turned to face me. I instantly felt a feeling of dread, like I do whenever something bad is going to happen. The girl lifted both arms up and pointed her fingers straight at me. When she did that, I felt a feeling go through me like electricity. Honestly, it took my breath away. I blinked and the girl was gone. The pain was gone from my body too. I felt my face with my hands to make sure I wasn't dreaming and relaxed back into my seat feeling confused. It was at that moment that my eyes glanced upwards and met my rear view mirror. I almost jumped out of my skin as I saw this pale face and black eyes staring right back at me. She was in my car.
I screamed a little and frantically fumbled with the door handle, attempting to open it and get out. As I did that, I felt these freezing cold hands touch my shoulder and I felt even a, a colder breath near my left ear. My hands were almost ripping the door off as I tried to get out and save myself. Then the cold air near my ear turned into words. No, I don't know what this means, but she whispered into my ear, the end comes after the rain. And with that, she disappeared entirely, and I was able to get out of my car. This really does feel like some kind of dream now. I'm writing it all down, but I know that it wasn't. Devil Way 18th of April, 2017, 2.45am. Devil Way, Heath Hayes. Sighting report. I'm writing this on behalf of my mum because she's got mobility issues and it's difficult for her to sit at the computer. She's in the room and telling me the stories I write, though, and so it should be 100% accurate. So, on the 18th of April, my mum took a walk to the Chase garage to get some tobacco at around half two in the morning. She did that often because she doesn't sleep well and she likes an excuse to go outside when everyone else is in bed. She walked to the garage, which only takes a couple of minutes, bought a tobacco and started heading home. It was then she heard some unearthly noise coming from the small lane at the side of the new life shop. She says she knew it was dangerous following the noise on her own in the dark but she did it because she was worried someone was in trouble. She describes the noise as sounding like an evil baby crying whatever that means. My mum walked down the small lane into the darkness following the sound she says she, she knew she was getting close to something because the sound was getting louder. Just as she thought she was about to stumble on the cause of the noise, it stopped. Now my mum was in the middle of a dark lane with no street lights in the pitch black. She started to tremble a little before turning around to make her way back to the main road. When she did that, she saw some someone was standing behind her. The figure was only around four feet tall, and so she presumes it must have been a child. She couldn't really see what it looked like because it was so dark, but she says she could feel the cold coming from the person, thing, whatever it was. She said it felt like the figure was sucking it, sucking all the warmth out of the air. My mum says she felt panicked and called out hello. The figure didn't respond, but it did jump on the ground. As it jumped, my mum says a shock wave emanated from the place it landed, as if a giant had jumped on the floor and it almost knocked her over. The figure then let out the ungodly noise again, this time much louder than before. My mum had to put her hands over her ears and close her eyes. It was so loud. 
When she opened them again, it was 9.45am. Hours had passed. It was light, and she had no idea what happened. Weird, eh? Right, so now, um, uh, I've read out a few of these. But I want to say that there's a lot of reports of the black-eyed children in America. They call it an urban legend, but... uh, Uh, Some people don't know that uh, we've had these sightings here in the UK. And, um, you know, these people are convinced. But uh, I did expect a little bit more from these stories. Because it seems to be all girls. And... um, at the moment, I haven't read any out that, uh, you know, says where they're trying to get in people's uh, homes and stuff like that. And I've heard stories about that, you know, from America. But um, I shall read one more. And this is uh, Cardinal Griffin, 21st of September, 2017, 3, 12 a.m., Cardinal Griffin School, Cannock. Sighting report. Me and my mates always used to climb over the fence and get into Cardinal Griffin's school field in the early hours. It was a bit of a tradition, in fact. We wouldn't cause any trouble or do anything wrong. It just felt cool to be somewhere we weren't supposed to be. And it's kind of secluded up there, too. So you get left alone. Anyway, this one night we climbed through the fence. There was a hole on the side near the golf course. Sat down on the grass and started skinning up. We had a little smoke and a couple of beers before my mate Steve said he could see something further into the school field. We were only right at the edge by the fence at this point. We all turned to see what it was, and to our surprise, there was this girl standing there. Steve said he thought she might be fit, but I quickly told him he needed glasses, as she was only about ten years old. All three of us moved towards her to see what she was doing. She wasn't looking in our direction, you see. She was bending down with her back to us, as if she was picking or panting something we were intrigued how's it going i shouted over as we got close in an attempt not to startle her she didn't say anything but she turned around slowly you've never seen three lads fall to the ground faster as she turned around it was clear to to us that she didn't have any eyes it was like something out of the walking dead and we screamed like little girls ourselves. It looked as though someone had removed her eyes, and all that was left there were these black holes. We started clambering to our feet, and as we did that, the girl lifted off the floor, like her feet actually came off the floor. 
She hovered in the air around a foot from the ground for about ten seconds while we stood there with our mouths open, completely stunned. Steve coughed and when he did, the girl shot upwards like she was being beamed up to the Starship Enterprise. Sorry, Star Trek is my only reference point for something this weird. We all looked at each other in disbelief before getting the hell out of there. Steve says he's convinced I spiked his drink or something, but I really didn't. So, yeah, I won't be uh, reading out any more tonight, uh, but I'll finish this off again. I'll be finishing this off again another night. And, um, yeah, and I I shall also uh, uh, be talking about what's going on in the world um, again, which, uh, you know, it's the same old thing, though, isn't it, when you're talking about that. So uh, that's why I do these sort of things now, you know, in between that. And... um, so uh, I hope you enjoyed that, and uh, you know anybody that's listened, thank you for listening. And uh, I should be on here maybe tomorrow. I'm not sure, but um, I can finish this off, or I've got some more Victorian murders. Uh, so uh, I'll decide. I'll decide tomorrow. So thanks for listening, everyone. Take care. Good night.